There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello. Hope you're good. Thank you for coming to check out this week's episode of Mum and Mama. Thanks as always to my lovely sponsor Golding Accountancy for all your accountancy needs and desires. We are golding.com. Um, this week is a very exciting week because I got to talk to my friend Nina, who is now based in California. I know Nina through our mutual friend Scroobius Pippikins, and um, she's oh she's so beautiful. I think that I kept saying that for the first ten minutes we were talking. She's just so beautiful. Um, she is the owner of Jane Doe Latex. She makes latex dresses and clothes, which are absolutely amazing. She's a model. She's an actress. She's she's just lovely, and it was really good to talk to her about. Um, her life and her journey and all of her wonderful experiences and what she's up to now. I have to apologise because my children are upstairs um, playing with their friends online and so you might hear some screams and laughing. So I'm sorry about that. But yeah, it was really lovely to talk to Nina. So I hope you enjoy it. I had a message, I've had a couple of messages actually, people getting in touch with me saying they'd like to come on the podcast because they've friends of theirs have listened to it and heard me say if you know anyone wants to come on the podcast so people are responding I'm so excited because honestly if you've got a story that you'd like to share or know of someone who think have got an interesting story that's why I started this podcast I'm so blessed I've got so many amazing friends who've got such interesting lives and I'm sure that you all do as well so please get in touch or tell them about me and get them to get in touch with me because you know, we've got the rest of our lives. <laughs> Is that really cheesy? Um, I've had a very exciting week. So Scroobius Pip is doing a series of mental health episodes in May because it's Mental Health Awareness. And I was very fortunate enough to be invited on to talk about my experiences as a single parent during the lockdown. Um, so it was really nice. They're quick episodes. He's got loads of people doing them that are much more interesting and famous than I am. I'm not famous, clearly. Um, so they're going to be coming soon, so I urge you to check them out. There are some, prize, some surprises in there as well. Um, I think that's... Oh, and I did a wicked podcast this week as well with Funk Butcher and Marcus Bronzy, who do the How to Kill an Owl podcast. Again, I've known them for a while, I've been asking them to come on for ages because they won a podcast award last year for their episode where they spoke about Black Lives Matters. Um, they do the um, podcast with another guy called Dev as well, so they're three black men and they spoke about their experience as black men in the entertainment industry and it was really interesting and Funk Butcher has since taken Twitter by storm for the last year holding the music um, business to rights over their treatment of black and female artists in general in dance music and not being credited on songs and he's absolutely smashed it so it was such a fun chat so that's coming soon so you've got that to that that to look forward to I'll put my teeth in oh my god I'm turning into my dad anyway I'm gonna shut up now and let you enjoy this podcast please get in touch with me I hope you have a wonderful Sunday oh I didn't do my half marathon last weekend because I've done my bloody ankle in I don't know how I've done it but it was all swollen and bruised but anyway I'm planning to do it this weekend so but I'll keep you um 
informed with that but if you want to donate to if you listen to the episode last week with um jackson's dad they're trying to raise money to get him a hydro bath hydro pod for his bath time to just make it more comfortable they were featured on itv news actually um but i'm raising money um you can do- donate towards that to help them out because they're they're very much in need and very it's very well deserved as well for them bless them but yeah um oh god and when i was talking to um and how to kill an owl boys they were talking about presenting and we spoke about how you stop yourself from saying random words that you just say all the time and my thing is um it's i'm sorry i am going to try and be a better person presenter and stop making funny noises so yeah anyway enjoy see you on the other side Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Work. Work. Hi. Hello. <laughs> it's so lovely to see you. It's so lovely to see you. I'm so excited. You are so beautiful. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I'm just sitting here staring at you. Today, I'm joined by the very lovely Nina Kate, who we were just trying to decide what your title was going to be, but you do so many things. I don't know, really. I suppose, <laughs> is your main thing Jane Doe latex? Would you say? Yeah, it certainly has been for the past yeah. however many years, definitely. But you're a model. Sometimes. You're an actor. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> you're a now a... Cal- are you still in California? We are, yes. Yes, I am. Yeah. Now Californian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> have you got your green card and stuff? Did you have one? Because your mum... Is your mum American? Yeah, I have dual your citizenship. Your mum's... So yeah, I have okay. an American passport. Okay. Can't come and go as so I like. Been... Yeah, that's all right, isn't it? It's pretty nice. So, how long have you been out in California for now? I was trying to work it out the other day. I think it's eight years, which is terrifying. I remember you came to my house when Lola was a baby, and that's I think that's probably the last time I saw you in real life. Actually, was it, or have I seen you? When was the video? That was like two thousand eleven. Children, was it? Yeah. Yeah, because wow. I, I wasn't pregnant in that video. So we starred in a video together. We did. <laughs> <laughs> when I was watching you pole dance, wasn't I? Was no, I? That, oh, that that was a different one. We've done a couple. I was thinking about the... the were you in the one with the pub? Oh, of course. Gold teeth. No, the other one. <laughs> the one with oh, me oh, and no, Carmen and Michaela. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. Okay, then I saw you at a gig you, then, definitely. You were Scroobius Pip. I was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it's been a long time. It's been a while, yeah. It's been a while. 
Um, so I met you through our friend Scroobius Pip, whose video we were in, obviously. So how did you, going way back, 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 mm -hmm. back, back, were you a suicide girl? No. Is that how you started out? You weren't, no. No, I've never done anything no. like that. That was a stupid <laughs> thing to say. No, not at all. I mean, I think it's fantastic. I, I, it's a great site, but it, it's nothing I've ever done. Not you. Yeah. So how did you start out then? Because you've always been, when did you get your first tattoo? Uh, it was Did my sixteenth birthday. My mum bought it for oh. me, <laughs> which she probably regrets horribly right now. <laughs> oh, why they're beautiful! I think she thinks I've gone a bit far, which is probably true. But there is you that go. because you've just had your head tattooed? Yeah, she, she's refusing to acknowledge it. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lena posted recently on instagram she was like oh i'm gonna cut my hair and has basically shaved all of her hair off which looks amazing and then the next day she was like so i've had a tattoo and she's got what well, i'll share photos the whole <laughs> of the back of your head has got this amazing tattoo so was that very painful it was <laughs> normally like i can deal with it because you know if it's your arm or your leg or whatever you can kind of you know you can disassociate a little bit from it yes yeah but when your face is being smashed into the hole of a massage table. There's no getting away from it. There's, you know. Was it making you move? Because you know sometimes they get you in a place and it kind of makes you twitch a bit. Did you have that on your head? Um, it wasn't so much, yeah, because sometimes like there's weird muscular twitches you get, but this was just, I think it was just a bit of writhing in pain going on. <laughs> oh, oh. It was, yeah, the guy's really heavy handed too. So he was he was making no efforts Why for my comfort. Why did you choose him? <laughs> I just really like his art. Like it was exactly what I wanted, and you yeah. know, I've I've run out of space. So if there's somebody's Have art, I've run I want, out of space. I've got like three gaps left, and the rest is just filler. Wow. So unless I go for my face, which I'm not going to do. <laughs> no, don't do your face. No, you got a lovely face. Oh not that, I, I like face tattoos, but I. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> so yeah so what did you start off doing then because obviously you've got the clothes business haven't you have mm. you always kind of been into making things yeah i um i was a model when i was a baby like a kid as well oh really yeah i did lots of, like adverts and catalogs and things um and then when i was about when i was in sixth form so like what 16 17 yeah i got into this whole thing again so i started I was doing art so I'd make clothes and things and I ran a little club so I would make outfits for that and I got well into the whole <clears throat> latexy kind of thing and uh yeah it sort of went from there really just like my friend taking pictures and then one of those got put on the cover of a magazine oh wow and then I modeled for this company who then the guy asked me if I wanted to come apprentice and learn how to make latex clothing Oh wow! I sure did. <laughs> he turned out so to be how... a psychopath, but that's fine. <laughs> oh no, God! Because is it really hard to work with the material? I'd imagine it can be. I mean, the thing is, I never learned. I never went to you know university to learn pattern making and construction and all that. I literally just learned from this guy, and then yeah. some shit went down, and I had to leave. And then I started <laughs> my own one and just had to kind of wing it. So yeah, I've tried to teach people who do know how to sew and they can't do it. So it's just incredibly tedious to learn how to get it so that the seams are neat and clean. And I don't think it's hard. It's just yes, tedious yeah. to learn, that's all. So does it take a very long time to make an outfit then? Well, it depends what it is, really. I mean, you know, some of the stuff like a mini skirt takes half an hour, but oh, okay. some of the more complicated things yeah can take like i've got this one dress it takes about three days to make so wow just because it's all these little things you gotta cut out and stick on and then you have to clean yeah. everything and yeah god yeah <laughs> so do you do you make to order yes or do you have like a stock of certain things no no i mean everything's made to measure as well so because i'd oh, rather okay. yeah like it's just so horrible when you try and buy clothes and people like i mean i don't fit into a standard size yeah and nobody does really especially with latex because yes. it's yeah. so fitted especially like cat suits and things yeah. like that you need each person's measurements to make it exactly yeah. for them oh that's yeah and that is so true like even with i was talking to someone the other day about kids 
and obviously it's years isn't it but like mm. my two are in years two three years above what they actually are in age because they're not fitted for whatever way they think 11 year olds should be you know it's not that's not how people are i know i do that with my nieces and nephews trying to buy them clothes i'm like well they're they're this big what's that yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so how long's jane doe been going uh since 2005 wow so it's a long time what's that 16 years that is 16 years yeah many many so i had (laughs) one of the most exciting moments in my life Mm-hmm. a few years ago when Catcher on RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> walked down the runway in one of your outfits. Yeah. And I was like, she's my all-time favourite. I'm actually in love with him. Oh, he's just <laughs> like, honestly if, one of the best people in the whole world. Because he's friends with B. Dolan yes. as well, who we know. Mm-hmm. And I was like, honestly, if he ever decided that he maybe didn't like men as much as he thought he did and <laughs> wanted to... <laughs> go to the dark side i would marry him i i'm in love with him and yeah he was walking down the runway and it was like jane doe latex and i was just like oh my god i know her so i've kind of i've touched you and you've touched something that's been on him it's true (laughs) so how did you get into rupaul because you've done a couple of queens from there haven't you yeah i mean it, it kind of snowballed for a little bit it's it's chilled out a little bit now because of um I don't know like latex kind of ups and downs in fashions and the people that I was working yeah. with you know they were in all stars and then they were so yeah and it's not yeah. entirely that practical for drag queens especially when performing because it is so hot yes. and yeah they all wear you know padding and corsets and all that stuff with the latex on top it can be yeah oh my god yeah, yeah I know Katya especially was, with the lights yeah. <laughs> yeah it's real hot yeah um, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, at the time I had a shop on Melrose, which is this big street in LA, which is like, I guess the Camden of Los Angeles. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at that point I was getting a lot more uh, exposure to people. And then yeah. I have a really good friend who is really good friends with a lot of them. And she just sort of passed on my stuff and just sort of went from there really. So with the shop on Melrose, did you get a lot of people, did you get a lot of walk-in trade in the shop? Yeah, it was um, because in London I had, you know, a a customer base and I knew everybody and it was a thing. When I moved here, I figured it wouldn't be that difficult, but it turns out that it was basically like starting again. Yeah. Um, Because although there were a few people that knew my brand, it wasn't as established obviously um so that really helped to get people to know who I was and what I did but also running a retail store is a complete nightmare (laughs) (laughs) yes yes so after a couple of years I was like nah let's just uh let's just concentrate on making the stuff rather than trying to run a store at the same time and I suppose the thing is if you're doing made to measure like it's different if you're obviously if people are buying off the rack then it's fine to have like a space where people mm. can go and try it. But if you're actually just making it to measure, then you don't necessarily need a shop front, do you? Yeah. I, I imagine it's a big cost. Oh my God. It, you're basically well. just working every hour of the day to fill this giant money pit that maybe yeah. will level out and you can sort of walk over it. But yeah, you realise once you scale down your outgoings, you can actually have a life on top of glowing like a demon yeah, yeah. 24 hours a day <laughs> and there's lots of other stuff I want to do so yeah yeah yes well so all the other stuff you want to do <laughs> so yeah so were you modeling while you, the whole time when you were younger or were you just doing bits and pieces um from the age of about 18 onwards it was pretty constant and then um yeah when I was what was it 2006 maybe I was in the Sainsbury's in Camden and someone came up to me and was like, excuse me, excuse me. And I was in a real bad mood. I was like, what? I'm like, um, we're just casting for this commercial. Um, it turned out to be uh, a Dove commercial that was being shot by Rankin. Oh, so wow. that was kind of cool. And then he told me about this agency called Ugly in London that do sort of character work. So then yeah. I joined that and then I started doing more professional things rather than just like, hey, let's meet up and take some pictures in a 
Garden. <laughs> <laughs> so is that when you started doing acting? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think my so first... So what kind of... Hmm? Yeah, I was going to say, so what, yeah, what have you done? Um, it's mostly... In England, definitely, it was a lot of commercials and uh, music videos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but out here, certainly, I've been attempting to get some more exciting stuff. <laughs> have you got an agent out there? I do, yes. <gasps> so. So what kind of... How often are you auditioning? Is it quite regular? Um, it was. I mean, it's kind of difficult now with how things are. Um, there's yes, not really in-person auditions. But in a way, actually, it's much nicer because I moved up into the mountains. So, yes. you know, a half-hour audition for me is like a five-hour round trip with oh, wow, driving really? there, parking, messing about, and then driving back in traffic always because yeah. the audition is always at, like, rush hour. Um, yeah. So now you can just do it with uh, Zoom or a phone, which is great. <laughs> yeah. So you got, you've done something recently, haven't you? Um, yeah, I just did a, um, <laughs> it's like a pilot for a TV show. My friend is making this film. And yeah. whilst the film is sort of in pre-production, lawyers and money and all that kind of side of it. Yeah. He was like, right, well, this is going to take ages. Let's just get moving on something else. I've got this other idea. Gonna DIY it and then pitch it. So um, that's what we did a couple of weeks ago. <gasps> that's exciting. <laughs> Yeah. So would you like to go more into that? Oh, definitely. Do more acting, yeah? Yeah, I mean, it, I felt like it was easier in London, but less opportunities. But here, okay. there's obviously more opportunities, but it's the land of everybody. Yeah, everyone's, oh, I'm an actor. So, you know, it's yeah, it's quite saturated. But you must have an advantage in your look. I doubt there are that many... <laughs> It's either a total. There are that many tattoo-headed people. Yeah. But then, do you get typecast? Pretty much everything I've done, apart from this TV show, has been prisoner, prostitute. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's about it. I've seen you. I've seen you as a prisoner in something. I was. What a, have I seen you as a prisoner? Is justified. I did a couple months of that as a prisoner. Um. I don't watch that. It was something else as well. Uh, that's just made me. That's just made me remember. I just did I a have seen you film. as a prisoner in something. Yeah, there was. A, I did a day on a film recently as a prisoner. Um. Yeah, so I mean, so there's. Exciting. It's kind of upsetting that I'll never get cast as like a nice mother figure or a, just a normal person being a normal no, person throughout the day. <laughs> I don't but know. you totally might do. You never know. You do never know, not... but Hollywood is very uh... tattoos are. Well, yeah, I mean, it might not be like a big blockbuster, but it might be like a more independent film. Yeah, Tattoos are a lot more common, especially now. Everyone's got tattoos, hasn't they? I mean, I know obviously you do have a lot of tattoos, but it's it does seem to be a bit more... It's not as like, oh, my God, that person's got a tattoo. Yeah, I do find usually, though, for especially for commercials, you know, that it will say, like, edgy, tattooed person, great. And you go in and then you see who they cast for it and you're like, hmm... You just wanted one little half sleeve, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not a whole body. No, yeah, that's a bit much. Oh. But yeah, so you're enjoying the acting. And what, so music videos. Mm. What Have you done any cool music videos? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to think now. <laughs> Mine's gone blank. Um, I did a Marilyn Manson one, which obviously now i can't share <laughs> that yes. was a few years ago so what but you never saw anything we spoke about it briefly didn't we before we started mm. chatting you never because i'm not too sure i've kind of heard things i don't really get involved with the news but is he he's been accused by a few people of acting yeah i mean he's badly i, I never experienced anything yeah like that because i mean i was not obviously involved with him in any shape or form apart from yeah, uh, I made him some clothes and did the video and a couple shoots and stuff. And yeah, he was yeah. Like you see it. I mean, I'm I, yeah, yeah. You yeah. see it coming. Like he was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And you know, he was inviting me over his house 
to do coke with him and I'm like no no thank you very much <laughs> I'm gonna go home no thank you um <laughs> but I can absolutely see how he would be like that and you know I've yeah definitely you know unfollowed and archived all of the the work because it's just not yeah you've got to be on the right side of these things haven't you yes 100 percent, 100 percent. i feel i feel terrible for these women it's just it, it's horrible the things he's done it's it's heartbreaking yeah and it, they never get well they never get what they deserve do they and there's so much more that goes on that will probably never come out because people are so scared to talk about it yeah they? i mean i had it's so shitty i had a situation not quite like that but i briefly said earlier when i started making latex the guy um i worked for turned out to be very unsavory and some stuff happened to me and i was telling people that i knew and no one believed me (gasps) and some people were even like i can't believe you'd say that about him you're such a bitch blah 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 and then Um... uh i was only about 18 at the time so i had no way i didn't know how to stand up for myself or yeah. anything like that so I lost a lot of friends because of it but those people obviously weren't friends and then he did yeah. stuff later on and they were like oh yeah no we believe you now I'm like, oh, yeah <laughs> sorry don't care <laughs> yeah so, but yeah. that's that, unfortunately that is the case so many times isn't it you know you see you speak out against someone and people never want to believe you they always want to believe the person that they know mm. or they look up to because it's more detrimental to their sense of themselves almost isn't it if they like if your friend suddenly turns out to be a proper wrong and it's a reflection on you in a sense isn't it if you you know because you were friends with this person so i think people always want to and it's much easier to blame the girl oh isn't it yeah isn't it blame the victim well shame them women get treated like crap whatever we do so you know yeah exactly (laughs) so So you can't win no isn't it so when, when you're in the sense if it's your work and it's your career if you're going against someone who's a lot more powerful than you are why would you risk it because the chances of it actually coming out and you getting vilified in it's pretty small anyway isn't it so you just it's put up and shut up isn't it really it's kind of scary how many people i've seen online not me none of my friends obviously who are like well yeah i know but i don't care because i love him i i I stand (gasps) with him and i'm like oh god you're gonna hopefully you're gonna regret that one day because that's well i someone that i know worked um with an actor who recently got outed for doing terrible things and who they doesn't? kind of thought it was a bit well yeah and they were kind of a bit like oh it's a bit all over the top and i'm like Ooh, yeah <laughs> i touch wood i've never been in that the situation where i've been a victim of anything like that but my heart goes out to anyone that's ever in that situation and then to have people say that it's going a bit over the top to react to what's been done to you yeah. do you know what i mean it's it's <laughs> oh well they knew what they were getting into you know or it's like it's almost it's a pleasure for them to have been with that person it's oh so yeah it's up. disgusting it? but it's so fucked up i mean hopefully that's more a reflection on their own issues than anything else you know yeah like people who behave in ways like that are not generally happy well-adjusted people no so definitely definitely mm. but yeah it's, it's a very it's a the whole thing it's it's never a good outcome for anyone i think when that happens no so it's just yeah i can understand why people don't want to say anything obviously i wish that everyone would and i wish that everyone would feel supported and loved in their decision too but it's it's very hard mm. that's what i always kind of I don't ever doubt the victim because I think it takes so much for them to speak up and it's so rare for someone to be lying. Do you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, I mean, the amount of humiliation and fear and just everything that comes from coming out like that, you're not going to do that for fun. That's not something that's, you know, going to give you the kind of attention you want or feel good in any way at all, apart from the fact that you're telling your truth and not hiding yeah. anymore but why would you make that yeah. up you wouldn't yeah 100 percent. you're really put through the ringer by mm. everyone yeah absolutely so yeah 
But anyway, but I'm very glad yeah. that you weren't affected by anything. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so why did you make the big move then? Because obviously you were in London. <clears throat> you're born in, you're born in London. Uh, technically Norwich, but I moved to Camden okay. when I was a baby. So, okay. Yeah. What do your parents do? Uh, my dad was a pyrotechnician. So he did wow. fireworks for um, his whole career. So it made for a very yes, interesting yeah. childhood, definitely. Gotcha. Um, we didn't have normally normal family vacations. We uh, went on tour with the Rolling Stones. <laughs> Just stuff oh, like wow. Yeah, and my mum, when they met, she was working for um, Bill Graham, the um, uh, events producer. Okay. He he produced like some of the biggest music events in America in the seventies oh, wow. and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So they met on a Rolling Stones tour, both oh, working, wow. and then. Oh my god, that's so cool! <laughs> and then my mom had me and my sister. <laughs> oh. Oh wow! So we, did you travel around a lot then when you were young? I mean, yeah. Like we would go. Um, like he did the. He would do like yearly festival things. So like in Spain, yeah. there's this thing in Valencia called the Falias. So we would go to that every year. We'd go to Edinburgh Festival every year because he did the fireworks at the end on the castle. Oh. And just like all over, mostly Europe, definitely. Um, yeah. But yeah, it was a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's lovely. So, so your mum's American. Where's she from? She's from California. She's from California. Yeah, she grew up so in the Bay Area. To... Oh, nice. So do you have family there then? Um, we did. Um, my grandma just passed away back in August. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, thank you. Yeah, she was 105. And, oh, uh, my God. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> we didn't spend... We'd, we'd go visit her, like, probably about once a year, I think, when we were kids. Yeah. It was always very exciting oh, wow. to come to America. Yeah, and... I bet. Oh yeah, so you've been to Rex. So why why did you decide to move out there? Well, I don't really know. Like we we were just in London in our crappy little flat and thinking that something needed shaking up really. Yeah. And um, things were a bit stagnant and I don't know. We just I was like, let's go to the embassy and if I can get this American passport, then let's do it. Because yeah. You know, on paper, it should have been easy. And it was, to be fair, but we didn't know that at first. Yeah. Um, so we went, yeah. got it, and then sold everything and moved to LA. <laughs> well, did you have an idea of where you wanted to live? I mean, we thought LA just because New York is too much like London. And we wanted yes, a different, yeah. want to shake stuff up. Um, yeah. And I mean, all the middle bit is... <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> And we'd been to LA. We didn't particularly like it, which is, I don't know why we then decided to do it. But that's kind of how we do things. Um, so, yeah, just got a place online before we moved. And luckily that turned out to be yeah. quite nice. I just went wow. for it. Wow, that's so exciting. So how long have you been married for now? Oh, God. Uh, hang on. It was 2006, so... 15 years okay yeah yeah because your husband's in a band isn't he yes he is yeah so that's what's happened to the but the band didn't move with you no that was his previous band <laughs> they were at the point then is it a where they were um they were signed and they were just touring so it didn't really matter yeah really where he lived but now yeah uh, he's left that band or that band dissolved and the yeah. new one um, it's with an English guy, but he lives in Arizona. He lived in LA before he does it now. Okay. And yeah. two other American guys who live in this area too, so. Cool. Yeah. So he's still doing his music. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... So it works out really well then. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it, it's like, it's cheesy, but the opportunities out here are definitely more abundant. <laughs> like, I feel like if I'd been in really? London, I'd probably be doing the same stuff I was doing eight years ago, but yeah I don't know if it's different yeah, people it's... or just people out here are more there's definitely like an American uh, attitude of trying is to be applauded rather than yeah I felt in England sometimes it's like are you trying are you 
that's fun for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> ugh, look at her having yeah. a go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so why did you decide to move up to the mountains? Oh, God. We'd been um, in our one-bedroom tiny apartment since we moved, and we wanted, again, to, like, improve things. But we yes, started yeah. looking around at even, like, two-bedroom apartments in our general area. LA is crazy expensive. Not as expensive as London, but... Oh, isn't it? Yes, when we moved here, it was, like, half the price, definitely. I always thought it was crazy no not nothing compared oh, wow. to london <laughs> oh, okay. um but yeah oh, fuck it i'll go out i'll come yeah come have a go <laughs> it's great there's sunshine <laughs> no rain um yeah oh. but yeah and then we so we were looking about and we'd always kind of joked because we used to go on lots of like little well, we still do like lots of little trips like airbnb yeah. overnight to palm springs or joshua tree or um, Topanga and stuff like that so we loved that kind of trees and lakes and stuff but yeah when yeah. we started looking into it like wait we could actually do this because a house up here is what well, we've been looking actually because we're thinking about England now a lot I think it's because we haven't been for so long we're getting quite nostalgic yeah, yeah. We're like okay well even if we sold our house here we couldn't buy a garage in London or mm. like so the house is up here well cheap yeah. so somehow we managed to do it and you know I work at home the amount yeah. of time we actually spend out like doing things that you need to be in a city for are actually quite minimal yeah and now I have a house I think that's <laughs> with lockdown it's made me realise that I really don't need to live where I live because yeah. I really don't go out that much anyway I mean obviously I've got the kids mm. but we we do go into town but I live five minutes from a tube. I don't need to live five minutes from a tube. The amount I actually get on the tube, yeah. and I pay a premium, obviously, to live here. And I was like, I'm just, I want to get out of here. Yeah, not too far because I do love it, and I've got my support system around here. But I was like, I really don't need to be paying a premium to live next to a tube. I never get on. I've not. I mean, I've not been on the tube for a year. Oh my I can't God. say I've really noticed a difference. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, it, and you know, if you want to go into town, you just get a hotel for the night, and it probably you know so much well, cheaper yeah. than spending all the money on a rent yeah but that's happened here like the house prices have gone insane in the last year because um everybody's doing the same thing oh really yeah because well yeah i think a lot of people feel that mm. and obviously we don't know what the repercussions are going to be now of this like with the businesses that are going to close down with offices maybe thinking we don't need our staff we don't need to rent this space yeah. we could make it smaller people working from home more like yeah it's all a bit we don't know what's going to happen now but in a way that's kind of quite nice hopefully i mean <laughs> there was a lot of yeah it. it wasn't exactly utopia before was it so well no and I mean, obviously i mean it's heartbreaking for the people that have lost their business oh yeah no definitely really shit completely but maybe better things please god yeah i mean like might come working you know. at home flexible hours and stuff like that like why yeah. sit in an office all day i remember yeah. i used to do office work and it was it felt like the biggest lie in the world because i get to work do all my work by one and then i'd be like well what now like give yeah. me some work to do <laughs> or send me home because i'm just shuffling papers around now like yeah it's self-destroying yeah just seems i mean i, I want to work not just stare into space <laughs> yeah Hundred percent, mm. or at least maybe they were talking about the four-day working week. But I mean, oh, I don't know. I think we'll be very lucky if we get to that. I mean, it's been proven <laughs> that it's more state. productive. I know, but I suppose it's all right because you work for yourself, obviously, don't you? Yeah. So you can kind of build in time. Sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been a bit of a slog the last couple of weeks. I tell you, I don't know what's going on, but just the motivation and the energy is just down to minus 12 <laughs> yeah it's hard that's the thing for working for yourself you've got to motivate yourself it's not really a problem and that is, it's that never can be hard I, it's never really been a problem too bad because i've been doing it so long if you don't yeah. do it you're gonna have to deal with the problems you know and it's like yes. i want my customers yeah. to be happy i i feel good when my to-do list is being managed properly like otherwise it's more stressful yeah but yeah, last yes, couple of weeks yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's been a bit 
oh, I can't keep my eyes open. <laughs> so are you very busy at the moment? Yeah, it's been crazy. Like, I don't want to jinx it. Were you busy over lockdown? Yeah, yeah. I... Did you find that your, did your sales go up? I don't know that they went up, but they didn't go down. Like in the beginning, I, was, okay. I freaked out because I just got a new studio space and I gave that up almost immediately because I was yeah. like, I can't guarantee that I'm going to be able to pay for this. Yeah. And it's like, who's going to buy a latex catsuit when one, there's nowhere to go to wear it and two, people's <laughs> jobs are like yeah, yeah, iffy. But I think people have just, I mean, I know myself, I've been doing some weird online shopping. Just like, <laughs> you know what I need? <laughs> like, <laughs> something weird yeah. and random I'm never going to wear because I've got yeah. you know even if I just put it on to do the dishes it feels nice <laughs> <laughs> I've bought I mean I have bought a, a lot of uh, tracksuits oh that too definitely. but I mean yeah. that is that's practical. pretty much school standard yeah like it is practical I'm indoors I love a tracksuit mm-hmm. and I do the school run I work from home anyway so I'm not going out anywhere so I have bought more tracksuits but I have bought some dresses and some fancy pants stuff that I'm not wearing indoors and I'm like I don't know when I'm going to be able to go out but it's I felt the need to it gives us you know <laughs> some sort of hope that... and yeah just like something pretty to look at and oh I think exactly I was trying to explain this to someone it's like I'm not a vain person and I'm happy to go out without makeup on and in pajamas whatever I don't care yeah but when you have a sort of image and to me ever since I was a kid like makeup and clothes and shoes has all been a sort of expression yes, and when yes. that's taken away it just feels weird like yeah it's hard to explain because yeah it's, it's not a, a vanity thing it's more like you kind of don't feel like yourself sometimes yeah so yeah it's and it's nice it's nice to i mean i don't wear makeup that much a- a- anymore anyway but i do it is nice to put a face on yeah it just makes you like <laughs> you make oh, yourself just yeah. feel a bit feels good oh. yeah so how so obviously you got your first tattoo when you were 16 Mm -hmm. how quickly after did you then start has it been like a slow build or was it yeah i'd say so um i got probably back into it properly when i was like 18 or 19 um yeah and then i started getting sleeves and stuff like that and then it would be like a year or two a gap where i've not progressed that much and then yeah it like you get like a lot in a go just because that's how it works out you know yeah yeah but recently yeah I've definitely decided I just want these gaps filled let's just because once you get like this much all you see is like a little bit of skin popping out here and there and it's just irritating (laughs) (laughs) are there any are you going to get any removed no I mean no if I was honest there were things I would change yeah but not enough to do that like it's expensive okay. and painful and nah just the girl that does my tattoos has had her you might know her actually mm-hmm. Essex girl tiny miss becca yes yeah isn't her shop you called jane miss... doe yes yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was she doesn't she doesn't do it anymore she's she's in her own studio now uh, in yeah because she but she's had her whole back oh lasered off Oof. oh god yeah i'm redone yeah she her partner perhaps who started that shop i can't remember his name he used to work at the place i used to get a lot of stuff done in london oh okay yeah yeah i thought i meant to mention that to you i thought you probably know because everyone knows each other don't yeah, they? yeah it's a very small world <laughs> it's such a small <laughs> world but yeah she had her whole back lasered oh brutal and she said yeah because pip had he had laser didn't he he had something oh did he i don't know that. but he said it was like you know when you have a rubber band flicked on you mm. Just that bit where it really hurts, but it's just that constantly. <laughs> but it's like as soon as you feel it, it kind of goes, so you can't get used to it because it's just like, yeah. I think it's I think it's improved a lot because my friend had her whole chest lasered off back when oh, I was wow. in London, and I, yeah. I saw her afterwards once, and it just looked like burnt meat. Like oh, it smelled God. like burnt meat, and it it was red <laughs> and swat. It was oh that put me off for sure. <laughs> But I think the, the process is getting better. I think, yeah. Well, she had her whole back done and she was like, it wasn't... I mean, obviously it hurt, but it wasn't that bad. Mm. So I think it probably has. I think if you have a really powerful machine, then they can kind of do it. Yeah, it's not too bad. I'm telling you, I wish but I could afford like one. Thing. 
those machines but, that's where the future of money making is going to be absolutely yes <laughs> all those face yes. tattoos getting lasered off when they get to 30 and yeah. realize they can't get a job well that's the thing but obviously i like tattoos yeah. i'm a fan but i didn't get my first tattoo till i was nearly 30 mm. and i'm really glad that i didn't because i like what i've got and i know that had i been a lot younger i might not like it as much now job you know so i'm i'm very all these kids that have got loads of tattoos like they literally turn 18 and they get the whole arm done i'm like you might not like that in five years time even well even like before you used to sort of work your way up like you'd start with your arms and then you'd you know you'd maybe get your face done if you were really committed if you had if you were a tattoo (laughs) artist or if you you know had a job where you knew that that was gonna be all right yeah but to be 18 yeah. and get stuff all over your face yeah. it's kind of a fashion now and it, it i mean <laughs> i sound like a grandma but it worries me you know <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it's a lot to take on you know because a it face is a tattoo is a, a big statement and it whether yeah. you like it or not you're going to be treated a certain way and yeah if you're not ready for it then i can see it being it's detrimental a... see i've been Becca's done these are really amazing neck tattoos and I do really like a neck tattoo but mm-hmm. I just think that that's a big step to make not that I'm ever, I'm never going to go and work in a bank yeah you're right now I, mean. go get like, it. I don't really need to worry about <laughs> that well <laughs> but I just yeah I keep thinking about it but it, that is like another step isn't it when you start yeah. doing areas that you definitely can't yeah, I mean, you see those kids now and they've got their hands and necks and faces, but nothing on their legs yeah. or torsos or anything. And you're like, yeah. It's called a warped torso sleeve. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can't tell them. That's the thing. Like, my oh, um, okay. I mean, friends' kids, they're like 18 and 14 and 13, and they all want to get tattoos. And I'm like, no, no, you need to, you need to wait. You can't just get one done when you're 18. You need to wait till you're a bit older, because honestly... But obviously we don't know anything because we're the old boring ones now. <laughs> I mean, I can't say anything, can I? Like, I... Yeah. <laughs> go get one, but start, you know, start maybe not on your face. That would be my advice. Yeah. And also... I just start. If you know you want them, start big. Like, don't get, like, one little thing on your arm. If you want a sleeve, go for a sleeve. Like, wait to get a good artist. It's going to cost you a lot of money. Yes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to have to work out like I am right now <laughs> to like join up all this random crap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a yeah, it's a hard one. But it shouldn't be scary for parents, I don't think. Like, no, I don't. Th- I mean, my mum and dad—they're not really fans of tattoos, but they really like what I've had done. They're just like, oh, it's really beautiful because it like it's art. Yes, definitely. It's. You know, I'm not getting a bulldog on the arm. You know? <laughs> Spurs cockerel. Yeah. It's like, it's, they're pieces of art and they're beautiful. Definitely. Yeah. But it's, you know, that's... I suppose it's hard to get your head round when you're of a generation will always associate tattoos with hooligans or... Well, yeah, I mean, it's only one generation runs. away, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's... I mean, some old people have said some horrible things, but then some have said some lovely things. So you just never know. <laughs> yeah, I can't, that's what I get more of surprise. The surprise, oh, your tattoos are lovely. Like, oh, they're actually nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that surprised, oh, I like them, rather than like, ugh. But well, there's a big difference between well people... done ones and bad ones too, so. Well, yes, yeah. Do you follow that page yeah. Snake Pit on Instagram? <laughs> No, I don't. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, look it up when the kids are in bed. It's, oh, okay. it's hilarious. Is it bad tattoos? It's bad tattoos. It's offensive tattoos. Okay. Some of them are done incredibly well, but of things that yeah. should probably not be seen by children. Oh, I'll check that. Yeah. <laughs> so with the clothes, how do you get your clients is it all kind of word of mouth I mean I know obviously you do advertise but is it more kind of word of mouth and relationships that you've built yeah I think so um like I mean by advertising I literally just you know I have my Instagram page yeah and you know sometimes I lend things to people and then they take a photo of it and then they tag me in it that sort of thing yeah um but yeah I mean I've got a big 
like a selection, not selection, like a, a bunch of return clients that buy things over and over again. And then there's just people who yeah have seen it and want a little go. They, I mean, it's everyone. It's like yeah, I've done prom dresses for eighteen year olds and wow, you know, wedding dresses and. It can be all sorts of things, really. It doesn't. When people you say latex, people go, "Oh, yeah," but it, it's <laughs> to me, it, it's not like that at all. I mean, some of the stuff is. I don't make that much like fetish gear, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I do cat suits and hoods and things like that, but it, it's none of that, like vacuum beds and gags and things. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's accessible to everyone. Yeah, and people are well, scared. It's beautiful. Yeah, well, I suppose it's just associated with things, isn't it? And they don't might not realise that actually it can be a whole different world of yeah, you know, people I, really classy outfits. The main thing I hear is that people are like, oh, I'm I'm too I'm too big for it, or I would look terrible in it. And it's like, well, there's no such thing as that because one, it's made to your measurements, so it's going to be flattering. Yeah, and two, until you've put it on, you don't realise how flattering it is because yeah. it sucks it all in. It's like Spanx. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't wear tight, normal clothes because it's too, I'm too self-conscious, but put me in a latex catsuit and I'll strut down the street yeah. in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I had the shop, one of my favourite things was watching first time people put it on and they, like, get it all, like, ooh, I guess I'll try this on. Or, like, shy. <laughs> and then they come out and, like, throw the curtain open and yeah. catwalk up and down the shop going, oh, my God, look at my ass. <laughs> so it's definitely transformative when you've got it on. Yeah. Even if you never They're wear it out They're beautiful pieces. <laughs> Thank you. No, but you could, but it's nice if it makes you feel good. It's nice just to have two just wear it around the house, isn't it? I've noticed definitely That's since lockdown do. a lot of... Uh, a lot more husbands buying things for wives. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Can you please send to my name so she doesn't see it right away? <laughs> Which is a lovely. So with the designs, do you have like a catalogue that people can choose from or will you design stuff for people? Yeah, I mean I've got the the website with everything on it and then I mean unfortunately yeah. I don't have a photo of every single thing that's available because well it's just sometimes I don't get round to it. So Yeah, yeah. Sometimes people will see something on Instagram that's not on the website but I'll happily make yeah. it and then sometimes people send me a little doodle sometimes people send me an idea and yeah. we can go from there that must be such a nice thing to do <laughs> it can be yeah I mean it's like anything you know when you're making something special for someone and it's exciting yeah. it feels great and then some days I especially wholesale orders you're like churning them out just being a factory worker so yeah. like anything it has its do you do down. everything yourself or do you have people that help you? No, it's just me. <laughs> just you. Wow. I tried training people before, but like I said, the amount of time it took, it's just quicker for me to do it. Yeah. And wow. don't have to rely on anyone else. You just do. <laughs> and that is obviously you've got to uphold your standards, haven't you? I think that's that's always a hard thing to let go of when you've got your own thing. When you do start getting busier, you really need to find people that you can trust will do a good as job as you would yeah and um not just that but also anybody who comes in is usually going to be from a a fashion school or something like that so yeah the way I do things is all in my own head so trying to yeah. translate that into something that makes sense and is clear is just not worth the effort yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I've tried so obviously I'll put links up to all the shops and all your instagram and everything what's so what's next for you do you want to kind of get more acting stuff yeah definitely um that's the dream yeah i'm i i sort of let it slide by the wayside for a little bit especially when i had the shop because there was absolutely zero time for anything else yes yeah and then the end of 2019 i was like right well let's if this is going to happen, you've got to focus on it because it doesn't just happen on its own. You've got to make a lot of effort yes. to get yeah, out there yeah, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So I started doing that and then I picked the wrong year <laughs> to start it because <laughs> the, the 2020 oh, hit. Oh, no. Um, but again, you know, it's not been it's not been a total waste. 
you know, there's been a. It I've been, like it hasn't been. Yeah, I've been more sort of proactive with submitting to things and. Yeah. Um, I've kind of got to start again now with the hair because you can't send out stuff without this being included. <laughs> but that's all right. Yeah, but you can wear. You can like if you have no hair, you can have any hair, can't you? Oh, absolutely. Yes. But I think in a way it's actually going to be um, an advantage. I think so. Yeah. I think we'll so. I think you've got a definite edge. And you've got things that other people, a lot of people won't have, so you've definitely got that going for you. Well, it's kind of... It's both. Like, on the one hand, I'm going to be auditioning far more infrequently than anyone else. But when I do audition, I'm not going to be sat in a room with 2,000 people. I'm going to be sat in a room with 5 or 10 Yes. So yeah. if they like what they see, it'll be a lot easier than, you know, if I'm just some blonde, normal person. Yeah. So. <laughs> just got to find the, well, the agent to, to, I'd like a new one is where I'm going. So. Yeah. Well, you just, you'll make it happen. I think you've got a bright future ahead of you. Well, thank you very much, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> but just make your own stuff. Find someone to write you a main part in something. That's what you want. That would be great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Friend up some writers. Friend up, okay. That's that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. Well, this... Oh, um, so lovely. Mm. Oh, go on. Parents. I was just going to say, this uh, yeah. this pilot thing, you know, that that's quite a main part. That'd so we amazing. should see if that turns into anything. Oh. Or if it's, it's, it's very surreal and very weird, oh. but I like it a lot. <laughs> Good. We like a bit of, what would it so they just make things don't they and then they'll pitch it out to companies who will then take it on yeah it. i mean the guy yeah. who's doing it the film is already in talks with like netflix and places like that so he's already got some good um places to pimp it so brilliant thanks crossed because <laughs> it's easier now is it? Cause there's so many places where people can watch things yeah so it's a bit easier i suppose to the doors are a little more open perhaps made. yeah yeah Oh, I'm so excited! I'm excited already. <laughs> oh, don't! <laughs> drop the gun. No, well, no, but it's 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 exciting that there's things that could happen, whether they happen or not. It's nice to have that feel of something could happen. Well, that, that's I mean? literally the only thing you have to keep you going. Yes. Yeah, and that yeah. is something that is always in the back of your mind, ever so slightly. This tiny little excitement that yes. all it takes is one. I mean, the thing is, I'm not, you know, I'm realistic. I'm never going to be Julia Roberts or some crap, but I just want to do the work. I want to be on the set. Yeah. I want to be... Yeah. Because I love it. That's what I want to do. So yeah, I don't yeah. care how big the project is. I just want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, no, I completely get that. Mm. It's just nice to be part of it, isn't it? Yeah. And watch it happening. Yeah, no, I get that. Oh, well, I will keep everything crossed for you. Thank you very much. <laughs> send out positive vibrations manifest <laughs> yes <laughs> thank you so much well thank you so much for having me it's, it's been, been lovely. really lovely it has been lovely it's been lovely seeing your lovely face <laughs> <laughs> and yeah i'll definitely post everything and buy jane dolatex stuff yeah <laughs> don't be scared it's That's fun <laughs> yeah yeah don't be scared it's fun yeah, that be your yeah. <laughs> tagline make some t-shirts with it on <laughs> yeah Oh, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Hi. Well, I hope you enjoyed that chat with the lovely Nina. I certainly did. If you want to get in touch with me, mumandmummapod at gmail.com, mumandmummapod on all the socials. I like talking and I will respond. And what more can you ask for, really? If you want to get in touch, please do. Have a lovely Sunday. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, sorry, my watch is going off. I've put everything on silent and it's still me bloody watch makes noises. Everything's always got to make noise. What was I going to say? What was I just saying? Oh, I can't remember. Oh, if this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, I'm normally more professional than this. We've had so many amazing guests on. Have a look back through the catalogue. I'm sure there's something for everyone. And 
subscribe, subscribe, and then you just get it every week. You don't have to do anything. It's just on your phone. You can listen when you want to listen. Listen to the adverts, because otherwise we don't get any money for it. It's not a great deal anyway, but every little counts. <laughs> I need to set up some sort of crowdfunder thing, don't I? Work. Just so I can get logic. Anyway, that's really boring. Work. I'm sorry. Have a lovely Sunday. Big love to you all. Stay safe, stay sane, Work. and I'll see you next week. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.